This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano, we come to you on this good Friday. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, but first, before we get into anything, I just want to mention, I think we should mention the passing of uh, Giants running back Gary Brown, who was a thousand yard rusher for the Giants uh, for them. Um, you know, tr- taken far too soon again, Chris, another guy taken very early, uh, came in, I believe it was 1998, wow. got a thousand yards, kind of a surprise guy that, you know, he's kind of the lost running back, a thousand yard game guy, uh, in giants history. But again, man, uh, passed away far too young, man. Yep. Another one. It seems like, right, Jerry, it yeah. seems like another one, man, just all you read about lately. Um, yeah, nice back Gary Brown, in, you know, in, in, in between the tackle type back physical dude. Like you said, Jerry, 1,000-yard rusher for the Giants uh, back yeah. in 98, uh, right? And uh, 99, whatever. You, I think you're right, 98. So, um, yeah, I, I, he was a running backs coach. Um, you see so many people that, you know, that reached out when they, you know, when they heard about his passing. So, yeah, I want to, you know, reach out, you know, say your prayers up to his family and stuff like that. Another, another guy, dude, that's always seemed like to re- read about later. Like just another guy taken way too early. Bro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just way too early. So, yeah, yeah uh, a nice back. I remember when the Giants brought him over. Um, uh, always kind of liked him from uh, from his early years. Yeah. And he, he, was a, he was a nice back for them, man. You know? Uh, yeah. And uh, sad to hear, man. But I don't know, Jerry. That's all you seem to hear about lately, but... Yeah, and, and you forget that he gained like a, you know, it's easy to forget that he's the guy, he's a guy who gained a thousand yards for him. I think he was like, I think the story was like, you know, he's just chilling at home, eating chips or whatever it was. He got a phone call from the Giants like, hey, you want to, you know, it was, yeah. it was in between that Rodney Hampton, Ron Dane, Tiki Barber era, or his 98. Um, you know, uh, Tiki Barber's on the team, but wasn't really, you know, established yet. And uh, yeah, again, far too soon, man. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, prayers up to his family, man. Unbelievable. So yep. But Jerry, All right, dude. Here, here we are, you know. Um, yeah. We are under two weeks away from the 2022 NFL draft. And next Wednesday, Shane is having his pre-draft presser with us. Um, we check out a little practice, and then he's doing that, and Dable's going to speak. So he'll be getting peppered with some questions, trying to get a feel of what he's thinking in the draft. And yeah. um, I'm sure he's not going to try to show too much. But, you know, and he's presses, and he's pre-draft presses, you know, even though they don't want to really – you know, show too much. Yeah, yeah what the hell while, are you gonna? What is he? What's he gonna say? Right. Once in a while, um, you know, they kind of say something, Jerry. When you say, I remember a couple of years with Gettleman. I, mean, I was like, Jerry, watch here, watch get Remember and corner, corner, um, corners. Right. So you, was, you asked him about corners, and he said, he 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 said, oh yeah, the corners are good, and he almost paused in a. Mm. He, he gave a weird response, and you're like, watch him going after a corner, and then he took DeAndre Baker first round. Go ahead, I don't want to interrupt. You, sorry. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get Joe Shane. I'm gonna ask him one question. I'm gonna get his his feeling on a certain player. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say it now because uh, you know although media guys you know try to act like they don't copy they copy. And I'm sure they'll be asking that question before I even get to it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but folks, uh, I'm gonna try to get Shane on, on a certain guy and on a certain position to see what he says um, because I think a lot of people are intrigued by this one player. We'll get to it next week. You'll you'll hear it Wednesday hopefully. If not, we'll address it Wednesday night. But, you know, sometimes these general managers, they'll say something or, or they'll react to a certain question, Jerry. Right. And I'll be studying them saying, oh, they don't like this yep. guy or that position. They don't think highly right. of that position. 
whatever it might be, you know, of course, they're not going to come out. They're never going to come out and say who they think about drafting. They're never going to say this, that. You know, never going to talk about trading up. Um, but Gettleman, and I'm sure even Shane, you know, they're going to be asked about receiving calls about his seventh pick or fifth pick. And a lot of times they will say, yeah, no, well, you know, we've received calls and this and that, but of course, they'll never get into what. So it's also Shane's first pre draft presser as a general manager, his first, obviously, with us. So, and he's, you know, I, you know meeting him at his initial presser and uh, talking to him on the side a little bit, he seems to be a straight up dude, you know. Uh, and he'll, you know, he, he likes to give answers as honest as he could, obviously, without giving anything away, you know. But it'll be interesting next Wednesday, Jerry. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to hearing what he says. I think it's going to be, you know, like you said, we don't know what the hell he's going to come out with. Probably nothing. Uh, very blanket statement. So we're going to go with the highest player on our board, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's fascinating over the last, I mean, week, and it's really been going on for a month, Chris, is the way these guys move around the board. I mean, right. you know, I, for the Giant Insider, I have to do a, a mock draft for my, the, the, that 12th Dimension column. And I hate doing it because it's a month out. And, and I'm like, this is so, it's kind of ridiculous. I have to do this. I mean, look, it is what it is, but so much can change. There's already been trades, so it's blown up. But you know what, Chris, I thought about this. I do it a month ago. By the time the draft comes, the players are pretty much back where they were. You know what I mean? Like they move around over the last few yeah. weeks. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau might, might go down to 10. No, he's probably going to go top top three, right? <laughs> like, and I have him going two. But two weeks ago, he was probably dropping to seven. Yeah. That's that's just these guys. Like we always say, dude, they're stocks. They just move all over. Yeah. And then right before the draft, it seems like everything kind of settles down. You get a sense that's what's happening now, dude. Yeah, this is right this time of year. It's amazing, man. Like you said, a couple of weeks ago, Thibodeau were like, oh, he's really dropping. He's really <laughs> dropping, right? Yeah. And now you and now you get the feeling he could be like you said, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. He could go number one overall. Yep. Yeah. You know, he could go number one overall. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, he speaking of Thibodeau, uh, he was in the building yesterday with the Giants. He, he visited with Shane and Dable and, and uh, you know, and everybody. Uh, and from what I understand, had a nice visit. The kid is, look, the kid's a very confident kid. Mm-hmm. And somebody, somebody kind of whispered in my ear yesterday about his meeting. He's a very confident kid. He has all the confidence in the world and his ability. Um, and he gets it. He gets yeah. it. He, he, he's a type of kid that says, hey, you draft me, and you're getting the real deal. Um, okay. Look, Jerry, cool. me personally. What, Jerry? Cool. I'm yeah, fine I mean, with that. Look, Jerry, me personally, I probably wouldn't say that. I would just like, yeah, you're getting a good play, and a guy's going to work hard. But that's – look. This is not a red flag. This is just a kid very confident yeah. in his ability, and he wants it to be known. He's come out and said he's the best player in the draft. He can't believe it. People don't have him as the best player in the draft. I guess he didn't see my top 32 overall prospects. I had him as number one. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know? So, um, look, it went well. Um, I know he said some things. You know, uh, There was reports out there. He didn't like when the Giants questioned about, you know, what if you don't get sacks the first few days, you know, and he's – I don't know what the hell's going on out there, but the Giants came away pretty impressed with him, Jerry. Uh, no issues at all. Just a very, very confident kid who gets it, who wants to go out there, and he wants to get double-digit sacks, and he wants to lead teams to victories, and he wants to be a part of a very good defense and all that, Jerry. So no issues at all, Thibodeau. Look, personally, Jerry, I don't think he's going to be there at 5 or 7. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to go before that. Yeah. 
you know, uh, but this is a draft. And you never know what's going to happen in NFL drafts. And if he drops the five or seven, um, you know, and he's there, especially at seven, Jerry, if he's still there for some reason at seven, I think the Giants are all over him, bro. Yeah, I mean, Rick Saratella said he put on his rollerblades and skate up to the podium and take him at five. I don't see him getting past the Jets, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, but, yeah, like, I, this, isn't a, this isn't a red flag with him. It's just no. the weirdest thing he said was that he wants to be the next Jadeveon Clowney. I mean, that was a little weird, but it's like, you know, there, there's nothing in this guy's past that, that would cause you to say, oh, wait a minute here. This is just a confident kid who's probably the most talented player in the whole draft. So, yeah, dude, that doesn't bother me, man. You're a Giants fan. That should not bother anybody. Yeah. You know, so. And you know what, Jerry? All he really meant with that clowning comment is that he wants to be number one overall draft pick. Right. That, that's all he really meant. He goes, yeah, yeah. I think I'm in that category. That, I mean, yeah. for me, I, you know, my love affair with clowning, I was fine with it, but I, I get why people would kind of raise their eyebrow to it. But, yeah, be the number yeah. one pick. Good that's for him. Is, you know, Jerry, this time of year, these kids say things like, oh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? You know what I mean? Everything's yeah. dissected. Everything's on social media, you know, and all that. Yeah, that's all he was saying. That's all he meant. Is like, I, yeah, I think I could be a number one overall too, like him. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, Jerry, another position. Obviously, the Giants are going to address at five. Um, is going to be offensive tackle, mm. and this is another thing, right? A month ago, two months ago, whatever. College season ended. Neil, by far and away, right? By far and away, the best tackle coming out. Yeah, can't pass on him. It's not even close. The whole deal, and now you see so many people. So many people that like Icky Iquano better yeah. than Neil, you know. Um, yeah. So Jerry, it'll, it'll, we talked about this before. If they're there at five, both of them, which is a possibility, it, yeah. you, you don't know. It could happen. Yep. It'd be interesting to see who the Giants like better. Um, and and, and do you get a talk? sense of that yet? Do you have any sense of that? Or no idea. No, uh, yeah. I don't have yeah. any idea. Maybe, maybe, Sean will, Joe Shane will kind of maybe slip up. Wednesday and kind of get the feeling who you like, who they like a little bit better. If somebody asks them, actually, who do you like better? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, which probably won't be access. They know they're not going to give that answer, but you never know. Sometimes they say things and, you know, and, and you know, and they kind of give it away, but probably won't happen. But uh, Charles Cross is another kid, dude, that a lot of people love, you know, um, and, they, and they feel he's going to be a top 10 draft pick. And um, will the Giants... When, if those two tackles are off the board, will they draft him at seven? You know, do they think that highly of him? Yeah. You know, um, so that's something we'll find out. Uh, but, Jerry, so much going on in front of him, right? A lot of people feel the Jaguars might go with Neil or even Icky, Iguano yeah. at one. Some people feel they're going to go. There's even reports out there that, hey, look, they really love Trevon Walker. Don't be surprised if he goes at him and over one overall. Which, crazy right now. Which is yeah. crazy. It's just yeah. a crazy time of year. Yeah. And we'll see. But, Jerry, one thing I do want to bring up. Mm-hmm. And um, the third round for the Giants. Mm. That mean you feel will be addressed. One of those picks is going to be a tight end. Right? Yes. Yes. Jerry, I'm really more and more convinced that the other one's going to be a running back, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting more and more. And I'm telling you right now, dude. Cook? If that Cook, if Dalvin's brother yeah. is there yeah. in the third round, mm-hmm. you better look for the Giants drafting him, man. Yeah, I haven't, go- I, haven't taken him in the, I haven't taken him in the fourth. I don't think he's going to last that long. I, I think you're right. I think he if might, he's there. But if he's there in the third, you could see mm-hmm. the Giants jumping at him. Yeah. 
you know, because uh, I fully understand they they love James Cook. Yeah. You know, um, uh, so, I, I, you know, you look at these running backs that are coming and visited, and you hear, you know, little things here and there. Um, at one time, I did not think they would go running back in the third. You know, I, you know, Jerry, in the third round, I could see in the fourth round. Yeah. But I tell you, I think if their guy yeah. is there in the third round, and this yeah. is like, this was Joe Shane and Brandon Breen's specialty in Buffalo, taking running backs in the third round. Yep. Dude, uh, if not Cook, even maybe somebody else they really like, Jerry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in that third round, because I think it's safe to say, Jerry, I think it's safe to say that, you know, this will be Saquon Barkley's last year. You know, yes, I don't think I they plan on extending him, right. giving him a big contract. I think they probably look at the running back position and go, we're not spending, you know, 13, 14 million a year, whatever's on a running back. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be their philosophy. That's what it was in Buffalo. Um, and I expect that to be here. I agree with you, uh, especially with, with Barkley probably being his last year. Um, I think the most interesting position, the one that's going to be up for debate, uh, you know, I think afterwards, especially if they don't do anything, Chris, is the defensive line. And I think they could go anywhere between, you know, second and fourth round grabbing someone because Justin Ellis, like you said, is not the answer to fill in for Austin Johnson. Uh, Lawrence and, and Williams you have, obviously, as the starters. And then backfilling really is Moa and Raymond Johnson. Like, that's a spot. That's going to be a funny one. You know, like if a guy like – I don't think he's going to be there, but like if Wyatt is there in the second round – I could see them grabbing him there. You know, I could see them making a play like that. I don't think he'll be there, but I, I just, I worry about, like, there's so much to worry from a roster standpoint of this team. And again, I, they're just building for next year. Like, they're going to take, you know, this is the way you do it. Best player available every round. Um, and it look, obviously, right tackle, edge rusher, you're going to probably need a corner. But that's an interesting one for me, Chris. The defensive line, how much capital do you put there and how high do you go? It's it's fascinating to me. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be addressed, Jerry. Just a matter of when. Yeah. Know? Just a matter of when. And, and Jerry, if they have like a kid like Devontae Wyatt, a second round grade at thirty six, whatever they pick in that second round. Yeah. Um, you know, which a lot of people have him high in the second round. That yeah. type of talent, you know. Yeah. Do the Giants address that? They do need to address the defensive line. You know, like, they, like we said, there's a lot of positions they need yeah. to address. And, you know, after the first round, buddy, it could be linebacker, it could be defensive line, right? Capable um, of anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, Jerry, if a kid like Kenyon Green, yeah. if, right, if he's there yeah. in the second round, boom. Yeah. Boom. And, you know, you take one of those tackles, you know, uh, with the fifth or seventh. Hey, you know, how do you pass that up? Right. There's right. your offensive line rebuilt right there. Right. Yep. Thomas Green. Yeah. Uh, Feliciano at center, uh, the, the veteran Glowinski, and then you got your new kid at right tackle, right? Yeah, yeah. Boom. There yeah. you go. That's a good point. So and you, you don't know where these kids are going to drop, Jerry. You don't know or, or go up, you know, so. And there's another guy, Linderbaum now. He's dropping yeah. supposedly to the second. I don't think he'll get past a team like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to go best offensive lineman that's there. I think, right. you know, I just that they, they have to protect Burrow. But say he's there in the second round. I loved him. God, a couple, yeah. um, two months ago, I loved him at seven, which I thought is obviously high. But I love the kid. I just, I see Jason Kelsey and I see 10 years of production. But if he's there in the second round, you know, there, there's so many places they could go. I, I, I love this time of year. I love the fact that we have so many picks and we have mm -hmm. high picks. 
you know, it's the one good thing about being a bad football team. You get a lot of high picks, and I, I, I can't wait for the first two the first two picks, obviously, but that second and third round is going to be very interesting, man, and, and to see where they go. And if they trade down, get more capital, who knows? Yeah, look, I think that seventh pick is going to be in play, right? Yeah. That seventh yeah. pick's going to be in play. And, you know, especially with this quarterback situation, you know, people are liking certain guys, and you might see teams trying to move up to grab one, you know? Yeah. Desmond Ritter is a kid that, you know, I don't think he's not a top 10, but a lot of people liking him, you know, who, who knows how much the picket and Willis, you know, you know, it's interesting with this quarterback situation. You know, a lot of people have fallen in love with guys now and, you know, and all, all that stuff. Um, so if Carolina is going to go quarterback, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, Shane, look, Shane's open. He already said it. He's going to be open with that seventh pick or both picks. Yeah. But yeah. you kind of look at that seventh pick and say he could get some more draft capital for it, move down a little bit and grab a number one for next year, right? Um, so, you know, especially if Atlanta's thinking about going quarterback, who's trying to jump Atlanta, right? If Atlanta is in love with a Desmond Ritter or, you know, or a Malik Willis and people right. sense that, right. you know, they might right. try to right. jump right. Atlanta, right? you know, and trade up with the Giants at seven, so... Fascinating stuff, man. So. Yeah, if they get their guy at five, whether it's a Quanu or Neil or right. even Cross, who the hell knows what they're thinking? But if they get right. one of their, they get their right tackle, and then Carolina doesn't go quarterback, man, then seven is is such a valuable commodity because there's going to be teams that want to jump. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Gonna, like you said, teams want to jump Atlanta. You know, you have Seattle. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, would Houston jump up? To grab somebody, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of teams, a lot, a lot of a lot of directions they could go, but it's going to be very very fun to see it all transpire, buddy. Yeah, it really is, man. Uh, because the Giants have needs, you know. <laughs> yeah, tons of them, tons the of Giants them. Have needs, but you know, just some of the things like we said that's kind of changed with us, at least with me anyway. Is that you know, I, a month ago, Jerry, I don't think they go running back in the third round. Now I look at it and I go, it's a very good possibility. Yeah. You know, one of those picks could be a running back in the third round. Yeah, know? it's it's almost more probable that they go running back third or fourth round. Yeah, than than it was. Oh, Jerry, it. I don't listen. By the end of the fourth round, yeah, I'll be surprised if the Giants didn't go running back. You yeah, know? yeah. By the end of the fourth round, you right. know what I mean? I, I'll be surprised if the Giants don't draft the running back now. Yeah, uh, and obviously that tight end position is gonna have to be addressed too. That third or fourth round. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out too, Jerry. We'll see if. Like, if, you know, like you said, if one of those big kids are there, Neil or Quano at five, and they get one of them, which is, you know, looks like there's a pretty good chance one of them might be there, you know? Hey, Jerry, that, there's a big need, and then you could play around with that seventh pick if teams want to give a boatload, you know, and all that. Yeah. Um, so Joe Shane's sitting pretty, you know, right there. You know, he's, I'm sure he's receiving a lot of calls right now, and obviously the, the volume is going to go up as we get closer to the 28th. Do you think a demand from the Giants, Chris, for that seventh would be a first rounder next year? At, like, yeah. Like what they come away with. Like, oh, like, yeah. Like if the yeah. Saints said, you know, we'll give you 16 and 19, the Giants are going to say thanks, but no thanks. They want a one next year as insurance for quarterback, no? Oh, I would. Jerry, that would be my game plan. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. it's Joe Shane's. Yeah. Uh, where if you're going to move from seven, I got to get a 2023 one, brother. Right. Right, and it can't be the Saints because they don't even have a one next year. Right. They they trade it, so it's got to be somebody where I'm getting a one. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, so, and then you go down to sixteen, and then get whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you know, you go down to whatever they go down, 12, 13, yeah. 15, whatever it might be, whoever the hell right. they trade up with, you know. So, right. 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting, Jerry. You know. Yeah, another spot um, based on what happens with James Bradbury. You know, you in, in your mock you have uh, Sauce Gardner going to yeah. the Giants. It's at seven. Yeah. What's your latest on Bradbury? What, what sense do you get from the Giants there? Is this just, is it a, a foregone conclusion that he's not going to be on the roster, uh, you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's, he's not going to be on this roster, Jerry. You know, he's not going to be on this roster. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. But uh, I don't see him being on this roster. No, I, I'm going to stick with that um, because they just need some room, you know. And, hey, you know, I, I, I think they're going to go corner, you know. If they stay at seven. I still think corners are very real possibility, either with Stingley, if he's there, <laughs> or Sauce. Yeah. We talked about it. Sauce is kind of like the more, I guess, uh, safer pick. Yes. Yeah. Right? With Stingley. But we talked about it last week, dude, where you looked at Stingley's pro day, and you say, well, how high is he going now? You know? Yeah, the, so, foot's, the foot looks fine. Yep. Yep. So um, I, I'm going to stick with the corner at seven because I don't believe Bradbury's going to be on this roster. Again, another position that they would need, right? There's just there's so much that this team needs. But the good thing is you're going to come away with a lot of exciting young guys. Um, you mentioned tight end before. What about what about linebacker, Chris? Like, what's the what's the plan there? Like, Blake Martinez is going to come back, but you think it's probably this is probably going to be it for him. You would yeah. think. You don't know how think. he's going to. Yeah. And then you know, Tay Crowder's there, and then it's the you know behind him, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. Like, I, I don't yeah. mean to jump all over the place, but if I'm the GM, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, so many players are in play yep. between, you know, especially if you trade down. It's like, yep. my God, I know you got to stay true to your board, but that's another one that could happen, no? Uh, Jerry, I agree, bro. Well, I mean, can you, can you sit here and say, oh, they're not, take, they're not taking a linebacker in the second round? Are you, <laughs> if, if, if one of these kids is still out there? Yeah, you know, one of these kids. I mean, like you know, like a Quay Walker, or or, or Leo, you know, Chanel, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I, you know, these guys are second round picks, dude. You know, I I put something on Twitter last week, Jared. I was for like an hour. Yeah. I was watching the Leo Chanel kid from Wisconsin. Yeah. And holy sh- holy crap, Jerry! I, I'm looking at him like, wow. You know, I'm looking at him, more. I'm watching him. The more I fall in love with him. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah. like. And, and especially, Jerry, if Blake is not – this is Blake's last year, and you look at this Chanel kid, and you say, well, this is a kid that slides right in here for Blake next year. Yeah. Uh, this is a downhill kid, man. You know, real physical. People question his coverage ability. All right. Okay. You know. But this is a playmaker, man. Uh, uh, a, a, a kid that really fits into Wink's system well. Blitzing linebacker. Yeah. And I got him – you know, I, I knocked him up. I had him like the top six at one time, seven linebackers coming out. Yeah. I knocked him up, dude. I put it on Twitter. I said, I got him top four now. Yeah, right. You know, uh, behind, you know, Christian Harris, Lloyd, and um, and Dean, you know. Uh, Dean, right. And, and then, you know, I kind of yeah. got like Chanel and then the Quay Walker kid right around that top four. I had Chanel and then I got, I kind of had like Quay Walker like a little bit 4A, you know, sort of like five, you know. But holy crap, dude. I'm looking at him like, oh, man. This kid's look at the way he's reading the gaps. Look at the way he's blitzing the B's and, and the A gap. And I'm like, oh, he is made for Wink Martindale's system. Right. Um, so hey, it's another question. We you know, Jerry, where if one of these kids is there in the second round, because that's another position needs to be addressed. What's the matter? 
No, it's just there's yeah. so many. Yeah. I'm sitting there with my head in my hands, guys, because I'm just sitting here going, they, there's, I keep saying this, there's very little they could do to make me want to walk home on, on a bridge in the rain. I, I, I just, and I, I just so far trust what they're doing in free agency. I like the approach, kind of sit in the weeds, wait for that second, third wave of guys, but they did get a, guard, a starting guard. They didn't go crazy. They're, they're, I love what they've done with uh, freeing up cap space. So I'm, I'm placing a lot of trust in Shane. And I, with the fifth and seventh and the, and the high second and the two thirds, Chris, there's really not much they could do that's going to really that's going to piss me off. I don't think even if they trade from say seven to I don't know twenty seven right. to right. fifteen right. and pick up a first next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Then you're still you know at fifteen. Who the hell knows? You you could still you could you could take a Nicobe Dean there, and I'm going to be happy if you got your tackle at five, or right. you could take maybe Jermaine Johnson falls, and then you get your edge guy. Like, there's just so much good that I, I think is going to come from this draft, dude. And I don't think they're going to disappoint me. Right. right. Oh, so, look, there's a positive feeling, man. Yeah. Uh, no question about it. There's a positive feeling, uh, as it should be. Yep. You know? um, because he wasn't an in-house guy, Shane. Right. I think, Jerry, if he was a transfer, you know, I like to call it a transfer. Okay, an in-house transfer. Okay, this guy's transfer, out. Transfer, that's you awesome. Tran- you transfer over, you're the general yeah. manager. Now, which we've yeah. seen it. Look, Jerry, which we've seen in this organization for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not a transfer. It's a out of you know outside the building type hire from a very successful organization, and that adds to the excitement, Jerry. You know, that I want that to catch. Guy. I want that to catch on. In-house transfer. I love it. It's a great <laughs> house transfer. Great term. <laughs> and in-house transfer. No, we're not. No more in-house transfers. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you remember, Jerry, when when people thought that Kevin Abrams was going to be an in-house transfer, and I was telling you back in the day, I said, guys. You have no shot. There's no way Kevin Ames is going to be an announced transfer general manager. Remember? Yeah. Even Maver back months ago, he realized he was like, no, we're not doing I that. I can't again. do it to him. We're not yeah. doing that again. You know, so yeah. um, uh, so that is the excitement, Jerry. I don't, I don't think there's any question that is the excitement. Um, I, I think people look at free agency and realize that Giants were very limited and they, you know, they, they fill the hole in the offensive line they feel. Yeah. And some other things, Jerry, maybe plug some holes, some. You know, sort of like hold a four type guys, you yeah. know, until next year with the limited funds they had. Uh, you know, I think people like what Shane has done. Yeah. With his smart. limited amount of, you know, funds. You know what I mean? Very Jerry? smart what he did. Yep. And now people, you, you really feel the giant fan base and us, Jerry, right? We're yeah. part of that. Um, sure. Where we're sitting here highly anticipating this draft, what Shane is going to do, bro. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so it's going to be, uh, you know, we're only one to two weeks away, and we'll find out pretty soon, man. You know, uh, Jerry, uh, Gundy ahead right now, does he trade that seventh pick? Yes, because yeah. he, he's, going to tack- he's going to get his tackle at five. I agree with you. What if he doesn't get the tackle at five? However, here's the, here's the doomsday scenario. <laughs> you always have to come up with it. But if Neil and Aquanu are gone mm. by the time five rolls around, do the Giants take cross and then trade? Or do they, like it, which I feel is a bit of a panic pick, unless they have cross rated higher, which we'll never know because they'll just say they do. Right. But if they truly have cross rated higher, okay. Mm-hmm. But at five, I, then, then I don't know. Then it's, do we go best player available at five, which I don't think would be cross, which means, you know, a combination of Thibodeau, Hutchinson, um, 
Sauce Gardner, Stingley, one of those guys will be there if the two tackles go, right? right? Maybe they go with that player at five and then say, all right, you know what? I don't think Carolina's taking cross. They might trade out or they're going to go somewhere else. And then at seven, they get cross. But do they have the stones to do that? I don't know. Mm. That's the only scenario where I say, ah, oh, no, this went completely the wrong way. Jerry, those two big tackles are off the board. Yeah. Coming to the Giants at five. And Thibodeau is there. Like you said, who said the roller skates? Was it Rick? Rick, yeah. Right, Rick. He put the roller skates on. Yeah. Basically what I wanted to do last year with, uh, with Sean Slater. You know? Yes. Freaking leapfrog to the podium. Knock people yes. over. Pull that George Costanza scene, you know, where you balls people over fire. Yes, you know, yes. Hey, women, and, women and children, uh, <laughs> right. you know, it's an antiquated uh, notion. Just knock them out of and, the way. Right. And, Jerry, I just want to say this, too. <laughs> that say even Thibodeau's gone and then the two big tackles gone. That scenario plays out, right? Yeah. Um, hey, dude, don't be – don't put it – you know, Trevon Walker's there. Right. Who a guy sure. you think very highly of. Yep. Okay? And, and, and me personally, do, do I feel they have cross as a fifth overall type talent? Probably not. Right. Um, and if that edge is there, Jerry, one of them is going to be there. I say they're going to go. I'm talking about it now with Neil and yeah. Icky are off the board. Yeah. I think they're going to go to Trevon Walker or Thibodeau um, at that five pick, Jerry. Yeah. You know? And then they'll try to get, you know, if they have Cross. I don't, you know, we, we don't know exactly how high they have Charles Cross. Really, sure. You know? Right. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the way I see it, bro. One of those edge guys, either Walker or Thibodeau there. Me personally, Jerry, I would take Thibodeau yeah. if him and Walker are there at five. Yeah. Um, but they could look at it and say, "Well, we like Walker. What he does more." That you know, I'm not the scouts. I- I'm not one of the scouts there, bro. You know, it depends on how they have him rated. So. And then if they traded down, or say, got, you know, say Cross went six, which he wouldn't. You know, do you t- are we taking Trevor Penning at seven or trading down? Probably trading down. But yeah. so long story short, Chris, I, I believe that seven pick will be traded because well, they, they're going to get they got one of the corners. Yeah, they're going to get one of their guys. They're going to yeah. well, they're going to get one of the guy they want at five. One of the guys they want, and then they will. I believe Jerry, they will trade down. I just want to remind people this too that Joe Shane has made this pretty plain, and he did this in Buffalo. Yeah, if their plan doesn't work out for one of the big tackles, right? And you're saying, well. If they keep the seventh pick, will it be a penning? Will it be, uh, you know, cro- hey, dude, you know, Shane has a philosophy of, you know, you don't need all number one picks to build an offensive line. Sure. You could do it in the second round, third round, fourth yeah. round, you know, yeah. and, and they did it in Buffalo. You just, I guess the key is, Chris, you just have to pick them. You can't ignore it completely, right? Yeah, right. Like the Giants well, did last year. He's not going to ignore it, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, like right. the Giants did last year for some unknown reason, dude, you know? Right. Um, uh, but, you know, his philosophy also is that, you know, you could build this line. doesn't have to be all number one picks out there. The Giants have a number one pick on the line right now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if Neil or Icky are there at five, yeah. he's taking one of them, bud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But after that, if they're off the board, Jerry, and they go to that edge kid at five, which I really believe they will, then anything, everything else is in play, bud. And that includes yeah. Kyle Hamilton at seven. You know, we, you know, that, that includes Kyle at seven. You know, Kyle's taste of music. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Oh, Drake, Drake I'm sorry, right? basketball, whatever the hell he was talking oh, but he, about. He compared, yeah, Drake is the best rapper. And then, well, that's his opinion. And yeah. then LeBron is better than uh, yeah, Jordan. Oh, come on, Kyle. If he's a giant, I'm going to have to talk to him about that LeBron comment. Even the <laughs> bring, Drake, up, bring up Drake, Drake. too. Drake. He's a, he's not even, couldn't even shine his shoes with my boy Biggie back in the day. Are you oh kidding me? God, Anyways. So um, anyway, it's, you know, so 
that's what makes it, you know, or, or they move down and get that number one for next year, uh, which is yeah. a very distinct possibility, man, because we just don't know what Daniel's going to be like, how it's going to play out. And we all know next year's quarterback class is going to be pretty strong coming out, you know, so. Love it, dude. Love it. All right, guys, before we get to your questions, we'll take a break and be right back. Hang on. All right, Chris, uh, anything yeah. else we want to cover? I mean, I think we've we've dissected a lot, especially in the early rounds. Um, Jerry, how about a wide receiver? Yeah. Do you see them going one in this draft? No, no. Okay. Maybe late if someone that should have gone in the third or fourth is there in the, the sixth. But I, there's just so many other – not that wide receiver is not a need. It's just not the pressing need that so many other are. Again, there's question marks around Galladay. There's question marks around Tony. Shepard's coming back. He's, he usually gets injured. Slayton's your fourth. I, you know, I, anything can happen there, but I just, Chris, I don't, I don't see it, man. I don't know about you. And, and, and you know what, Jerry? If they trade down, right, from that stuff, I just want to, you know, yeah. bring some, point out something. If they trade down to the 16th or 17th pick, you know, hey, dude, you know, there's a kid from Michigan that's probably going to be there, David Ajabo. Oh, yeah, I know. And I understand you know, and, and we were talking about this the other day. I was talking this with a few people the other day. That when you have two number one picks, right? Yeah. And you trade down, you could take a chance. Yes. Because you got your guy at five, right? Mm-hmm. And then you trade down, you get that number one pick, and then you go down to say sixteen or seventeen, whoever it might be, right, Jerry? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And a very good chance, like a kid like a Jabo, is going to be there. Yeah. And I understand. I get it. The Achilles, you're not going to get much out. But this, this is a kid. That could be a OZ type athletic freak, right? Next year, where you could kind of, uh, and I, you know, I, and I understand people like Chris. You can't. There's too many holes. You got to take two guys that are going to be started. I get it, but I'm just saying this is a thing. You know, this is something they could take a chance on down the road. Because let's face it, Jerry, if Ajabo was healthy right now, he'd be up there as one of the edge guys. Yeah, he'd be top you know? ten player. So it's just top something. 10. I was bouncing around this with a couple of guys. From the Giants building the other day, about what about a job off they trade, you know? And a, and a couple of people are like, well, you know what? When you have two number ones, that's that's something you could think about, you know. So, yeah, what scares you more, ACL or Achilles injury? Um, well, today, Jerry, I gotta be honest with you, bro. Probably Achilles, probably Does Achilles, it? Okay. because but the way these guys come back from oh, both yeah. these injuries today, it's not something to look at and go, oh, well, I don't know, I'll stay away from that now. You know, you know, uh, because they just come back better than ever. It's like these Tommy John surgeries with these pictures. They come back better than ever. Yeah, they almost come back bionic. It's amazing, Jerry. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Uh, just, just something to think about. That no, was, I, Chris, know? I was going to say I think ACL even scares me more. That was my point. I think mm-hmm. ACL scares me more than Achilles. Right. I could see it definitely, Chris, in round two. I don't know about – it depends how far they trade back in round one. It wouldn't stun me, but if I had to guess – I think if he's there in round two, he could be an option. If they absolutely kill round one, get their guy, trade down, pick up a one next year, still get a stud when they trade down, pick up additional picks, I could totally see it, dude. It would not stun me. Yeah. So. And, Jerry, you know, there's, there's some corners in this draft, too, that, you know, that kind of be up there, you know, uh, that could be up there in the late first, whatever it might be, a middle. Yeah, down. the kid from Florida, right? Another one. He's climbing. You know, he's he's another one I love, man. He's yeah. you know, Dave Syverson loved him too. Yes, he did. You know, I you know he's another guy. So it'll be interesting, dude. We'll find out pretty soon. 
Good stuff, buddy. By the way, send out the questions. I guess they, we haven't done questions in a while. Uh, it's only been a few hours. And I got like 70-something responses, so good job by everybody. We, oh, we did the live one last week. That we did live one last week, yeah, yeah, which that. was awesome. Right. All right, we'll start off first. Warren in Wyoming. When the Wyoming. dust clear, Yeah, Wyoming, baby. Cheyenne. When the dust clears in round one, which two players would you be more happy with? Thibodeau and Cross? Or Icky and Jermaine Johnson, hashtag no bridge in the rain. Good stuff. What was the first what was the first one, Jerry? Thibodeau and Cross or Icky and Jermaine Johnson. Who do you want? Uh I love I love Icky, bro. I'm sorry. Probably Even though you Icky, like Thibodeau. Uh I love Thibodeau too, but probably Icky and uh and Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. Stud, you got that stud tackle and a real good edge, you know? Yeah. And yeah, the drop off from cross from Drop-off from Icky to Cross is greater than the drop-off from Thibodeau to Jermaine Johnson. So I agree. I would go Icky and, and Jermaine Johnson as well. And, well. Who's that guy, Jerry? You asked that question? Warren in Wyoming. Osler Warren. Oh, Osler Warren. Okay. Warren. Hey, give me a heads up on that linebacker out there. Chad, uh, Dumadab, uh, Warren. I'm yeah, sure, right. I'm sure you've seen every one of his games, man. You know, I, I have him actually in the top 10 of linebackers, and uh, I kind of like him a little bit. Give me a, head, yeah. give me a tweet, bro. Give me a tweet. Tell me what you think about him. Nice. Uh, Mark Bon Jovi, why do you feel the Giants didn't move on from Chris Pettit? As director of college scouting, you seem to be one of the key reasons the Giants have drafted so poorly over the last several years. Yeah, well, we've, I mean, we've addressed this before. Okay. You know, they put a lot of time in, months-wise, watching these kids, and you just can't clean out house before the draft. Yeah. You know, Shane got here in January. Um, so we'll see after the draft um, exactly who's going to stay and who's going to go. Um, for all we know, you got to realize something, too. I know Pettit is not going to do the job, and I've mentioned it numerous times he should be gone after this draft. I wanted him gone a while ago. But let's see. What, you would have drove him to the airport. I would have drove him to the airport, yeah. But let's see, you know, what his evaluation of these kids are with Joe Sheen's evaluation of these kids are. So if they're, if they're in sync for some reason, which I can't I find out to believe with Pettit, but if they're in sync, he's going to stay. And they have a good draft, and, and these kids play well, you know. Um, so that's why we said, like I said, you can't just go in and wipe out everybody uh, and bring in, you know, that, that just doesn't happen, you know. So we'll, it's after the draft, folks, is when you're going to start finding out who's staying and who's going. I'm going to ask this one because I want you to clarify if this is true or not. Hunt for a 500 season. That's his name. What? Hunt for season? a 500 season. Well, actually, we can't, it can't be 500 because the be best anymore, bud. eight and nine or nine and eight, bro. <laughs> eight, eight and all. one. I guess they can be eight and one. He's pissed off at the uh, 17 game schedule. Yeah, like me. So stupid. <laughs> How much say do you expect Brian Dable to have on draft night? It seemed like Shermer and Judge didn't have much power at all in that area. That's not Thanks for everything you do. Hashtag draft Linderbaum. Hashtag speak it into existence. Do you agree with that statement, too? Which one? That that Shermer and Judge didn't have much power at all. Oh, they, they had a say. They had right. a say. But Gettleman had the final say. Right. And it was times where Gettleman was like, no, I'm going with this. And Judge was like, well, I kind of liked it, you know, but Gettleman had final say. But yeah, they, the reason I ask this is because I think, I think Daniel Jones was as much of a Shermer pick as it was Gettleman. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, Shermer liked him. You know, Shermer yeah. liked him. No question about it. Um, um, so, yeah, look, he's gonna, Dave was going to have. He's gonna have influence in these kids, yeah. and they. This is what they do all day. They sit down and they, and they say, "Okay, uh, Jerry Fuller, University of Stockton." All right, 
<laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just giving an example. Uh, Jared yeah. Foley from University of Robbinsville. All right, so, yeah. All right, so this is what we have. Jerry does this well. Boom, boom, boom. Look at that, Brian. Oh, I kind of like the way you know. I kind of like the way he uh, gets down, and you know, I like him in space. I like the way he gets to the second level. Joe Shane. Yeah, Brian. You know, this is what they do. Yeah. They go back and forth. It, you know, but the final say is Joe Shane. You know, he's a general manager. He's the final say. You know. Right. Uh, and they go back and forth on what they like in a kid, what they don't like in a kid, and, and all that. And, you know, so that that's the way it works, brother. You know, and be fair to Gettleman. It wasn't like he was like, listen, Joe, listen, Pat, I don't care what you think. This is what I'm going with. That's not the way it worked. You know? Right. All right, let's see. Jim Birdie, good question here. Hey, guys, Jerry, Jerry, look, Jerry, a random thought. What if the Jerry, Giants Jerry. on their first three picks went O-line? Say both tackles Ooh. are there. They take both. One can play guard and be a swing tackle, then a center and get around two. I think our O line would be fixed. I yeah. hope so. <laughs> if it's not then, then we need to have a, an exorcism at the Meadowlands or something. <laughs> Joe Shane might get fired after a year if it's not. Yeah. I mean, you know, that would be <laughs> an ridiculous. At the <laughs> we need something to happen. We need a priest, a rabbi, all, all holy men yeah. to come to the Meadowlands and, oh my God. All right. Uh, Joey Z, previous regimes were always tipping their hand as to what draft picks. They're like, good call there, Joey. They were before the draft. Is the current regime better at keeping those a secret? Any leaks coming out from the building? No. So far, no leaks have come out, Joey. great. Um, And trust me, I'm trying to get leaks. Um, uh, All I heard about was some of the kids that visited, like I I talked about before with Thibodeau. And James uh, Cook, you know, I know, I know some guy, you know, some guy they they were pretty impressed with and all that. They're pretty impressed with everybody that came in, but you know. Um, but as far as draft board, who they liking, this kid better than that kid, all that. No, I haven't heard a damn thing yet, and I'm trying, but it's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, you know, these boards are guarded, brother. Yeah, literally guarded. <laughs> yeah, so, that's uh, a good now, thing, right? We'll see if Joe Shane. If he kind of tips something when he has his pre-draft presser next week, which I don't. Yeah, expect. yeah. I mean, I would love for you to be able to tell me who they're going to take, but at the same time, as a fan, I don't want it getting out. So it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword. I, I, I don't want to. I want to know, but I. It's if it gets out, then it's a that's bad news. So. Cam NYG at Cam Newman. Cam uh, Newman. Cam, <laughs> Cam Newman. Like uh, Seinfeld. Hey, guys, who's a player no one's talking about that you guys like? You can do one offense and one defense if, if, if you have them. Hope all is well. Let's go Giants. Do you have a guy under the radar, Chris? Round, you know, it doesn't matter what round, but a under the radar guy yeah. that maybe no one's talking about. Yeah, um, I like the Dylan Palm, Palm kid, the offensive guard slash center from Memphis. Yeah. I kind of like the way he looks. Yep. Um, he's been mentioned a few times, but not not talked about a lot. Right. Um, I like him better than Lindstrom from Boston College. Kid. Um, there's a kid I, I keep an eye on. Uh, I kind of like him. Yeah. You know. And on uh, defense, Jerry. Yeah, on defense, uh, you know, they're starting to talk about him, but I really like that corner from Florida, bro. You know, the yeah. one we just talked about. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, Elam. So I, I kind of like him, man. Um, kind of a physical I, I like what he brings to the table like i think he fit well in the system man the mondale too man so those are my two right now i'm sure there's a few more i just those are two that pop in my head yeah i'm gonna go with troy anderson from uh, montana state 
I don't think I, I have him going uh, earlier, you know, again, a month ago in the fifth. I think he's going to be a third round pick. He's rising up everyone's board. Uh, but it's not like he's not famously rising up. It's just he's a guy that's going to be picked in later rounds that is moving up. That would be the one guy that kind of <laughs> jumps out at me um, that I'd love if they could. You know, that's that's where you want to settle your your linebacking problem or, or lack of depth, at least uh, third to fifth round. And if he's there, uh, that's someone I, th- I would love if they could take advantage of that. All right, let's see. Greetings right. from nobody Germany. Offense. Oh, offense. Um, I, I, I mean, never, nobody. Yeah, there's not really. Uh, just, greetings. Hey, Jerry, just one quick yeah. one, dude. Just yeah. another quick one for offense. Brian Robinson, running back from Alabama. Okay. Who I love, who I love last year. And for some reason, people really won't talk about as being like a top four, or five back coming out. Right. I, I get it, you know. But I, I, I really like this kid too, man. I, you know, watching him in Alabama last year, he was explosive, man. And you now it'd be interesting, you know. That's another kid that you know they're trying to talk about him a little bit now. Um, but that's another kid I really like too. I'm sorry, Jamie. Yeah. No, it's okay. Jamie at Chodongo. What should I do with my Peppers jersey? <laughs> Also, I have a white Saquon jersey that seems like it will be obsolete soon. <laughs> yeah, my advice there: stop buying jerseys. Uh, just it's just <laughs> buy retired players. Get Taylor, Sims, um, OC, Tuck. You know those guys because you you really are. Ga- it's like gambling now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's tough. And if you do, if you do want a current guy, because you know whatever, uh, what's the safe bet right now, Joe? I'm gonna McKinney. say uh, McKinney. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say McKinney. Safest. And and, and Kyle you know, Hamilton when they when they draft him. Kyle Hamilton would be very safe as well. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't care. Again, hey, we get tackle at five. They could. I'll go Kyle Hamilton at seven. I don't care. Um, Chuck Lustig. Choices out of Passover Matzo, Easter eggs, or Ramadan Rodi. I think I pronounced that right. Yeah, I don't know, Chris. What, what, on Easter, what's your, uh, what's your go-to for food or candy? Do you have one? Uh, no. I'm, excuse me. Uh, it's a big, no, ha- it's a big really. ham day, right, Easter? No, we hate ham, yeah. So I don't like ham either. Yeah, I don't I mean, like ham either. Let's say yeah. uh, ham is the the Pink Floyd of my food. Yeah, and actually, Jerry, you know, my wife is Greek, so we don't do it the next week anyway. Okay. Yeah, I do a bone. All right, we'll do the Greek Easter every week, every year. You know, <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> which some, by the way, which some years it could be a month difference, and other years it's a week. Oh, some okay. Weeks. This year it's one week. This year, like Good Friday's next Friday, uh, and all that. So. Oh, all right. Cool. <clears throat> Yeah, ham. I'm. I'm not a. I'd rather. I like. Th- I like Thanksgiving more than, than. I like the Thanksgiving food more than the Easter food. I know that's kind of rare, because everybody loves ham. But I'm not. I'm not a. Not a huge ham fan. Yeah. Um, funny. Nice. Uh, let's see. Sal, we kind of addressed that with wide receiver. <laughs> Forge, nineteen fifty three. Could the Giants trade both five and seven? I highly doubt it. <laughs> that's great. Slow gin fizz. If Lawrence Taylor was coming out in this year's draft, where would he go? Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. The, it's not like it was years ago where, you know, a guy like George Rogers would go ahead of him. Uh, no one would do that again. Um, there'd be much more information on Lawrence Taylor in college and how ridiculous he was then. So, <laughs> that was just, Phillips came back and, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Head coach of Jacksonville. <laughs> right. Uh, Boy, Tyler what a giant, boy, what a Giants lucky there. Holy crap. 
Right? There was exactly one team that wasn't going to take Lonsdale. One in the whole draft, and we found them in front of us. It's incredible. Dallas offered their entire draft, I think. <laughs> New Orleans had so many picks that they couldn't take it. you imagine that? Incredible. Dallas offered their entire draft. Incredible. But because New Orleans had so many picks, they said, nah, we can't do it. Yeah. Imagine, took, a run, took a running back in, in front of Lawrence Taylor. Imagine Lawrence Taylor on Dallas. I mean. Makes you be, think Bum Phillips is reincarnated into Dave Gettleman's body or something. Yeah, maybe. Dave, Dave would probably be the only other one that would take a running back in front of Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, probably. All right, Big Blue VCR. By the way, great job, Big Blue VCR, keeping everyone entertained in the offseason. You are, we always say, buddy, you're doing God's work. In the recent, although, um, dude, John Sterling, the John Sterling clip, I, I'm sorry. Oh, leave him alone. As What's a Yankee fan, as a Yankee fan, it's just an embarrassment. And Yankee fans, like come at me forever, all you want. But he's like come a, at me all you want. He's like an icon. He's an embarrassment. <laughs> Long before he got older, he's been an embarrassment, too. Yeah, uh, Jerry, <laughs> come look, on. I, I get where you come from. Um, I know. What would you talk about? The stand call, I guess, that really. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's constant, though. I it, know. It's such grandstanding. Like, sorry, but Howie Rose, sorry to bring up the Devils Rangers one, but Howie Rose that morning did not say, whoever scores tonight, I'm going to scream their name three times. Like, it's just so forced from Sterling. It's plain. Yeah, you know, Vince Scully did not say, I'm going to yell behind the bag. Behind the bag! Like, it's just got, it's got to be organic. It's got to happen. You know, the Giants win the pennant. That guy didn't plan it. Everything Sterling does is planned. Can't stand him. Oh. Sorry. Go ahead, Yankee fans. Let's go. <laughs> Come get some. Anyway, Big Blue VCR. In the recent past, the Giants have used a pick on a punter. Brad Maynard was okay, and we know about Matt Dodge. In this draft, Matt Ariza seems to be the top guy who might be a mid-late-round pick. Do you think the Giants would take a flyer here? Do you think the Giants would I take a flyer on a I think if they had a couple seven-round picks, they would. I, I can't see it, though. No. <laughs> Big Blue VCR, we just talked about how much they need. They, they, you know, that, that there's just, there's too many other positions that they need. I'm still trying to grasp that John Sterling attack. Oh, I don't, I don't even care. I don't care what people say about it. I, I, I'll die on that hill. Can't stand John Sterling. <laughs> he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, great. He's ruined rides home in the playoffs <laughs> when I'm listening. Rides home. He's gotten things wrong in the playoffs. <laughs> Not just last year. He did it. He did it against Houston. Ball four. No, no, no. That was a strike. Like, come on, John. How are you killing me? I'm in traffic in Jersey, and you're, you're making wrong calls constantly. <laughs> oh God. Uh, John Osler, do you like the draft split into three days, or do you prefer the marathon single day format from years ago? Love it. Three days. Yeah, I like it too. Yep. Way better. All right, we'll go a couple more. Rob Ford, Chris, how do you rate the top two corners for their tackling ability? Feel like it's not been mentioned by by many people, just their physicals and coverage ability. Hashtag UK buffoon crew. Thanks, Rob, for listening. Yeah, well, Sauce is a pretty physical kid. I, I like him now. He's a big physical kid, man. Yeah, um, I like him, and I, I like look. Stingley's the number two tackle now. Uh, corner or one corner coming out, and I like them both, man. You know, I, I don't have a problem with either one of them. Physical-wise. Got it. Uh, Thomas Tobin, do you think Shane and Dave will have sufficient hate for Philly? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea, Thomas. It's a great question, though. He says, I always thought Judge was too conflicted. As a former Philly fan, I want the hate from leadership to be more visceral. 
Well, Tom, listen, after the Eagles gave up, Judge Judge clearly hated Philly from that point yeah, on. So I was going to say, I think everybody forgot his reaction after that game. Yeah, I mean, a, he took a shot at them. Yeah, big time, and rightly so. They completely gave up. Pig of an organization. All right, one more. Try to find a good one here. A lot of draft scenarios. A lot of if this guy's gone and that guy's gone, and I think we kind of covered that. Uh, Oscar, love your question. I just think the answer is going to be too long, buddy. He's like, give me your top 10 of all time. <laughs> My God, I'd have to write those down. I'd have to prepare for that one. Um, all right, here we go. Calvin T. Let's say DJ comes out and looks solid, although not great, the first half of the season. Do you think Shane would be looking to ink a long-term deal in season? Keep up the good work. No. no. Nope. Right. I agree. No way. I think Jones has got to play really well to get a to get an extension. You know. Yeah, I. Not I got to be honest with you. I think he's gonna have to play where you look at him and say, "Oh, yeah, this is our guy." You know. Overall, gun to your head, is Daniel Jones a quarterback next year? No. Just judging right now. No. I agree. Wow. But sorry, bro. sorry, Brian Porras. Don't get mad at us. Yeah, I'm predicting. Look, new system. Daniel's what fourth year. Yeah. Could change. Could, Could change. change. You know? Could I hope change. he is. I hope he kills it, it just, this year. It was just, yeah, so do I. I. I love the kid. I love Daniel. I know. Look, I talk to Daniel all the time. Uh, he's a, I love him. I want him to the bus succeed. And yeah. he's got a good golf game, too, by the way. But, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's a blood. 340 yards, from what I understand. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I love Daniel. I hope the kid succeeds. I hope he has a really good year. And I hope he's the franchise quarterback down the road. But the question was, gun to my head, do you think he's got, right now, I would say no. I agree with you. I agree. Um, all right, dude. Anything else? No. So, well, we'll next week's pod uh, will be after the Shane Presser. Yeah. Um, when is that? What day is that? It's Wednesday. Okay. So, uh, we'll see if we, if we can line up somebody, maybe two for next week before the draft. Yeah. Because um, that, I guess that'll be, and then the following... Wow, we'll have to do a pod right before the. We'll, we'll probably yeah, we'll do one. Figure it out because it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we'll probably do one during. We'll probably do one, uh, another one after like, the first after, round. After the first round, maybe then Friday maybe morning. after. Yeah, and then maybe another one Sunday morning. Who knows? Yeah, you know what, Jerry? Yeah, yeah that's rounds. what we'll do, bud. We'll do yeah. like next Friday, right? Yeah. Um, after the first round, we'll do like during the afternoon and what we expect. The know, following Friday, right? For round, uh, the following Friday, yeah. Yeah. A week from yeah. Oh, a week from today. Ah, uh, two weeks from today. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cover round one, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about what we think is going to happen for yep. the second and third rounds that night, you know? Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about, again. obviously, you know, what they did in round one. Also, there may be a partnership we have coming up. We wanna, we're going to maybe tweet about it in the coming weeks. Just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Um, that's that. All right, buddy. Anything else? We're good. No, no, we're good, man. I think there's nothing else, right? Cool. Is there anything else? All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.